Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of fail. So what does it take for a movie to be added to the Criterion Collection? What what does it take, Zero? <laughs> um, they need to make sure it adheres to a certain quality because, as the name suggests, Criterion Collection, it is criteria to watch, right? Oh, I see. So, yes. uh-huh. with that being said, when they dig up material to add to the Criterion Collection, they find some other crap. That like came along with it, or you know, was in the same dustbin as all the other material that they needed. Yeah, well, I don't, I'm so I'm I'm very stumped by this. I'm I'm so stumped. I don't know why this is considered a a required watch by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but I am also surprised that this is on Haya, right? Because um, Haya typically doesn't have a lot of older films oh by the way we're, we're finally going back to the 70s we haven't done this in many many months so where this is going to be one of those episodes where like yeah all the fights go on way too long <laughs> <laughs> well this released in 81 uh-huh. i think it was technically filmed in 79 yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah sorry well it definitely has a 70s vibe but you're, oh, you're yeah. right it yeah. is is um it, it was released in in the 80s technically well, this is Game of Death 2. I'm going to call it that because Tower of Death is very misleading. Um, well, I don't know. Is it even... Because this is not well, even... Well, Game of Death Game had of Death. a tower as well. I'm guessing that's where they derived the title from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it technically worthy of giving the moniker of uh, a sequel? Because it really has nothing to do with the first movie, right? Not yeah, really. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, they're just uh-huh. trying to squeeze that last bit of bruce lee excitement out after his death because mm-hmm. i didn't realize game of death 2 actually did very well at the box office oh uh, is that why maybe yeah. that's the criteria and the criterion <laughs> it did very well and then it was very well received in japan so that's why mm-hmm. they decided to make game of death 2 take place in japan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah what a what a strange weird movie (laughs) i don't i I don't think this movie is necessarily criterion collection material i think it was hey we're doing this bruce lee box set or something like that hey look there's like some other stuff let's just you know let's just add it in there for bonus material i um yeah maybe i well in terms of the bruce exploitation aspect of it by the way of course because it's game of death right it's a clear Bruce Boitation film. Uh, the weirdness, the weird thing about this movie is that it straddles a line between between being original and just being a straight up Bruce Boitation film, right? Because at the thirty minute mark, they kind of just go, go, ah, fuck it, <laughs> we'll do our own thing, <laughs> right? <laughs> we shouldn't say 
why they decide to do that because I think it's really funny how they decide to change things up. But you are correct. It is very weird how this is using unused footage from various Bruce Lee movies, mostly from Enter the Dragon, I believe. Mm -hmm. And they kind of pull it off to varying degrees. If, If this was on VHS... I could imagine somebody watching this on this on their little CRT TV and mm-hmm. probably thinking like, wow, this is like brand new Bruce Lee movie. It looks kind of uh, looks kind of believable because when you don't have a 4K scan of or a 2K scan of a movie, you can't you know, you can't tell the difference between film grain. Right. Sure. Or, or sure. film That's stock. Fair. So you might believe, like, oh, wow, this is great. This is brand new Bruce Lee stuff. And then get bamboozled later on in the movie when they decide to change things up. Yeah, well, I mean, this movie doesn't do anything egregious like getting a cutout of Bruce Lee's face, putting it against the mirror, and having some stand-in. That is, like, my favorite. That's, like, one of my favorites. Or, like, just drawing with, like, marker on the mustache. They do... I don't know what it is. It looks like a... They filmed like a Bruce Lee movie onto like a ripple of water, and and they like shot that yeah, in yeah, in the yeah. garden fight. I don't know. It's really strange what they did. Yeah. That so the, the the insert shots of older footage from other Bruce Lee media, like the quality just like dips dramatically, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, and you know, like of course, like maybe on an older CRTV, you can't notice that, uh, but. I don't know, maybe you can notice, like, oh, why is the color contrast so drastically different? Why are they in a completely different environment? Eh. But, yeah, I'll give it credit, because at some point in the movie, they reuse a scene, you reuse a backdrop from Enter the Dragon. I was actually very impressed by that. But, anyways, we'll we'll get into that when we get into the the specifics, which, by the way, I don't think we're going to be... It's going to be possible for us to cover all the action in this movie. It's not even worth it, right? <laughs> there is too much. There's mm-hmm. too much freaking action. It it won't stop. It's yeah. almost it's almost annoying how much action is in this movie. <laughs> I found myself getting kind of frustrated. I, was, I th- but you know what? I think the problem is the story because oh, when no. you don't have, when you don't have characters to root for when you just have nonsensical fighting that just won't end, like, what's the point in caring about any of it, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Do we have to talk about the story? <sighs> um, all right. Let me let me give this a shot. Huang Zhang, Huang Zhang Li is the villain of the movie. Uh, we talked about him in... in you just... One... You, you kind of spoiled it, right? <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Oh, I guess I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Look at his face. I I, I, I realize that he's look at his face. I mean, look at his face. He's it's the he's mustache. Clearly, the villain. It's yeah, the yeah, mustache. It's, it's, it's the mullet. I'm sorry, but like, uh, yeah. Okay, like, we I won't. Guess that we was won't. A we won't tell you how it's revealed. He's the villain. How about that? Oh yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, I guess that was a spoiler. I, I guess I realized. I didn't realize like how incredibly like typecasted this guy is so i just immediately just blurted out but yes he is the villain in the movie but until then uh he is uh, he he dies early on in the film 
And Bruce Lee, or quote-unquote Bruce Lee, is saddened by this news. And suddenly, some person is tries to steal Huang Jiang Li's corpse or his, his coffin during his funeral procession. And and then that's and then what happens after that? Actually, like, I'm, I'm I don't want to just go beat by beat, but like right. I actually don't know what the story is because I because then after that, like let's just say that Bruce Lee's brother takes over the movie and tries to find out what happened to the body or who was the perpetrator of that. Yeah, let's just say that before it's... before before it becomes spoiler territory. Right. That's pretty accurate yeah a little vague but that is essentially what happens bruce lee's brother the character's name is billy Lowe. he's played mm-hmm. by uh, i got no clue kim, i can't kim tai chung yeah okay kim tai chung <laughs> okay, yeah. plays mm-hmm. bruce lee's brother and mm-hmm. he hears about a tower of death mm-hmm. through a film oh, that's right Oh, God. Oh, yeah, we're kind of right. going to be he, he, he hears about a tower of death, and then he also wants to investigate that. So that leads him to a slew of quote-unquote colorful characters like uh, play by like Lewis, the, I don't know, African safari collector. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, played Roy by Haran. Roy Haran. And yeah. then, yeah, we meet some other characters as well. Yeah, wow. Uh, I, I know this seems... As we're explaining it, it's actually piecing the story together better than the movie does itself. I was really lost watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, things just happen. You're like, what? Why? Well, I th- Why I, did that happen? I think the reason it's so confusing is because they are doing their darndest to take unused footage from Bruce Lee films and trying to cobble it together so that they can fit dialogue with his mouth moving and try to make a coherent plot out of that so in the beginning of the movie it's just bruce lee kind of meandering about with huang jung lee and then he meets up with some other abbots who Mm -hmm. are demonstrating or watching a demonstration of a fight scene who then joins into that fight scene and that actually has nothing to do with anything (laughs) and then we find out that Huang Zhang Li dies off screen. Yep. I did not get that until the second viewing. <laughs> I didn't know okay. whose coffin that they were like trying to chase after, like mm-hmm. midway during the movie. I, I just didn't get it until until the end of the movie. I was like, "Oh wait, you died!" I was like, "When did you die?" <laughs> well, I only I knew that at the beginning. Like uh, like uh, my first watch as well, but then I didn't realize that that like was still a pivotal part of the plot. Because <sighs> after a point, a certain point, the movie kind of meanders, and the 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 sub in for Bruce Lee's character or Bruce, sorry, not Bruce Lee's character, it's Billy Lowe. Uh, it's not Billy Lowe. It's Bobby Lowe. That like as soon as that character is introduced i was like where is the story fucking going i I was so lost at that point and the movie like once once that that character is introduced and takes over the movie it stops using the bruce lee footage for the most part Hmm. it becomes almost an original film 
but that doesn't mean the story makes any goddamn sense. It just it just jumps all over the place. I don't even like know what happens towards the end. Some like one person, one character gets killed, and then suddenly we're at the Tower of Death. And I was like, how did we get here? Like, what? Well, he like, followed somebody. <laughs> he followed. <laughs> he suspected that the Tower of Death was somewhere. He follows somebody, and his suspicions were correct. He enters the Tower of Death, and that's the problem. I don't know what his motivation is for the Tower of Death. He finds out about it because his brother had a film about it, or a Mm -hmm. film that mentioned it. So then why why did he want to go there? I don't think that's ever explained, but as somebody watching the movie, that the idea of him going to the Tower of Death, like that seems exciting, you know? Like in in Game of Death, each level has a new mm-hmm. fighter, right? Yep. So I mm-hmm. kept I thought what was gonna happen was he was going to descend this Tower of Death because it's supposedly built upside down and going into the earth. And we were gonna get probably like a retreading of Game of Death where like he just fights somebody in, you know, five rounds, three rounds, whatever. But it's yeah. really just one floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Did one you, floor, but there's a lot, lot of people. <laughs> you know why it's one floor? Why zero? Because this movie's false advertising. He, he gets to the bottom of the tower by this extremely long elevator scene. That scene will not end. It, I, I swear to God, you can get to the top of the, the World Trade Center and come back down. And go back up one more time in the, the span <laughs> of how long it takes for, for the character to go down this giant, well, quote, quote, giant tower. <laughs> you know, like, I, I love the, the first movie, like, it's an it's a ordinary tower. The second, this second movie, the tower is going down. I want there to be a third movie where, like, it just goes sideways. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's kind of what the end of this movie is because he's no longer going down. He is traveling horizontally because there is a very very long hallway Mm -hmm. after a very big fight and then once you cross this hallway that's kind of your final destination so he kind of does go he kind of does go sideways i love that i love how this movie ends too it's like it's it ends on what you expect from a 70s era uh, martial arts movie or kung fu movie and you know it just ends abruptly and then there you go credits but then (laughs) the way that this movie ends and i won't spoil it here but i'm like well you're kind of fucked <laughs> right? oh okay i see what you mean yes <laughs> well i'm like what how are you gonna do he, now how does he leave <laughs> i don't know it's so like not well thought out and that's the perfect way i describe this movie it's not very well thought out as with a lot of bruce exploitation movies at the time right mm-hmm. yeah like so, that i don't know so with that being said like how do you feel about this as a exploitation film does it feel better than like those cheap cash grabs does it feel like maybe along the lines of game of death um well man it's been a while since, uh, since we covered game of death it's been several years right two years um, yep. two years yeah yeah um my recollection of that was like yeah like i have problems with it but for this movie i don't think it's necessarily that bad i've seen some really atrocious ones right um and 
uh, like it, at least this movie kind of spares Bruce Lee for the most part. He's he's only in it primarily for the first like like not even half, maybe like okay. a third of the movie. Right? He's only only for the first act. Because um, they ran then, out of footage. To yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I think they just got sick and tired of trying to hide the, the main actor and, and trying to make him look like Bruce Lee or like try and make him, you know, like hide his face and have all the mannerisms of Bruce Lee and, mm-hmm. and all that. And after a certain point, they're like, yeah, fuck it. Well, he'll be a new character, his brother. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah. I'll say all the stuff with Bruce Lee in it, it's fun in that aspect where you're trying to figure out how are they going to keep on cutting back and forth to a stand-in and to real Bruce Lee footage? And you kind of laugh at it, and it's kind of entertaining to see mm-hmm. how creative they try and get to, to make it pass. Because it's varying yeah. degrees of passable to maybe Bruce Lee fans or just people in general. And mm-hmm. all the Bruce Lee stuff, I think, is kind of entertaining for the most part. But then it's weird because his brother takes over for you know maybe two-thirds of the movie but it almost feels like they want his brother to still look and act like bruce lee Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah yeah and, no that's that's confusing yeah yeah because there's there's a few times where in the beginning of the movie they shot the actor in low light because they didn't want you to catch his face and yep. then and that makes sense you know because it's not really bruce lee it's just standing but then later, in some of the final action scenes, it's also low lit, and I feel like you still can't see the actor's I face, was, even though he's supposed to be a different character. I was just gonna mention that, but it's confusing. You know what? It what it is. I wonder if the movie or like the filmmakers, because, because let's let's back up a little bit. So the, this is a, a Hong Kong production. From early, uh, late seventies, early eighties, right? We don't have like on-set sound production at all, right? Everything's in, <laughs> everything's eighty yard. I bet they had no story. I bet they didn't really barely have dialogue. Maybe they had different dialogue. This was supposed to be the same character throughout, right, and then at right. so, a certain point, they're like, "Oh yeah, we can't fake it anymore. Like that's clearly we're showing the actor too much. He doesn't look like." bruce at all ah, fuck it that's his brother let's just change all the dialogue to be to be him that's his brother from now on hmm. right Ooh, that, that's I'll, my suspicion i'll add on to that suspicion i think they thought they had enough footage to intersplice between the footage that they had of um what's his name kim tai chung uh-huh. to do a whole movie and then they realized two-thirds of the way through they're like fuck we don't have enough <laughs> All right, let, let, let's have a way to like phase Bruce Lee out and then just transition the lead into the brother. <laughs> Maybe oh, I don't. I don't know. So, hmm. oh boy, this is this is a uh, this is a tough one because like when when the brother character is revealed, like he's he's clearly on screen. It's like yeah, sure. Uh, when it's actually him, you know, like in the fight scenes and such, like he's very acrobatic. You know, he knows he knows how his mark, but there's something about his physical act, like his his actual face when he acts. He's, he's like always rolling his eyes. It's so fucking funny. He he turns every scene into a comedy for some reason. 
He's like, oh, well, I guess that happened. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, this guy is no Bruce Lee. And no Bruce, he's no Bruce Lee stand-in either, if that's what they were Uh, trying to do. Because of all the Bruce Lee imitators, this guy is definitely the weakest. It's hard to go from seeing like Bruce Lee, even from that top-down shot of Enter the Dragon, him practicing his moves. He's very clearly muscular there. To then uh-huh. cutting to Kim Tai Chung, he takes off his shirt and they just fucking hosed him down <laughs> to try and make him comparable to Bruce Lee. It's just, yeah, I'm, no. I'm sorry, like it, you can't co- do that comparison because otherwise the lesser man is going to look so much more lesser, for yes. lack of a letter yeah. word. <laughs> yeah, um, and I don't, yeah, like going, you're going back to it. Like it really doesn't make any sense because I really do think that it was supposed to be the same character, but they changed it once they got they, they looked at their footage and realized like uh, this isn't going to work because like the the brother fights exactly the same way as as the the you know the original uh, what uh, Bob Billy Lowe character. So it's like, but they both know Jeet Kune Do and the character some characters give exposition throughout the movie and said like, Oh yeah. Like uh, Bob Billy Lowe, AKA Bruce Lee was the inventor of Jeet Kune Do. Yeah. He, he created Jeet Kune Do. Like it was like, he created it. It's like, why, then why is his brother so good at it? I don't know. I don't understand that. Like, did he teach him? No, because they said before, like in the beginning of the movie that they haven't seen each other in a long time. So So I I just don't understand this. Bruce Lee leaves a book for his brother Kim Tai Chung. You mean about... the, the the porno? <laughs> you mean the porno mag in the movie? No, he throws that away. Bruce Lee throws away all his brother's porn. What a dick! <laughs> no, he he leaves him a book on Jeet Kune Do, and that's how you're supposed to believe that he can fight Jeet Kune Do at the end. Oh my god! It's very yeah. It's it's whatever. So anyway, yeah, sure. let's let's move on from the story because we could we could sure. just go on about this. Forever. Oh my god, yeah. What do you think about the action, Will? It's too long. <laughs> it's too long. Uh, well, I, I I I will I'll cut the movie a little bit more credit because unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, a lot of movies from this era are just like that, right? They just go on way too long. They didn't really find that stride that we eventually got with modern more modern action movies or kung fu movies which is you know you need the big hits you need you well not only the big hits but you need there be a varying level of intensity like yeah. you know you want to feel like your fight scenes eventually crescendo to a point where like holy shit but and then like holy shit like I, this is awesome and then it hits that major like uh, uh stunt or platform crazy kick or whatever um that you know makes you go oh you know like it that's that's like the proper flow everything here feels like a dance like you know but without any sort of like high notes it's just like everything's just very flat like you know like the stuff on screen is still technically impressive Mm -hmm. but there's there's no intensity right right yeah i was gonna say like this type of choreography feels if i was to compare it to a song it feels like we're just watching a very long verse. There's <laughs> no, no chorus. There's no chorus. There's nothing big or there's nothing to change things up in yeah. terms of timing. And there's no sort of feeling like the song is coming to the end. There's no feeling of an outro. Like it just kind of ends. 
Yeah, like it's like listening to Tiny Dancer, but it just never gets to the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just, yeah. Anyways, yeah, no, that's a perfect analogy because there's so many fights in the movie, and I guess we're in that era where, uh, yeah, there's this mentality of quantity over quality. Uh, yeah, but then at the same time, I, I like, I can not that I uh, empathize. But I, I see what the filmmakers were doing here, right? The idea was it's a exploitation film, right? We want to get as much action in there as much as possible, get as much Bruce Lee footage in there, and we'll cobble the story together. But they couldn't cobble a good story, so they just fucking... They're like, eh, let's just put a lot of action scenes in it and pad it out until we get to an hour and 30 minutes. And it's like, well, that, well then everything is just mediocre, <laughs> right the story's mediocre the action's mediocre well story doesn't make any goddamn sense right well it's <laughs> it's strange well maybe not strange but so the action is done by yun will ping as well mm-hmm. as Corey yuan mm-hmm. i think uh yun bio also helped as well because yeah, yun bio did a lot of doubling for i guess like the flips and some of the more yeah, complicated yeah, yeah. kicks yeah i also see sammo hung is somehow attached to this too he but i don't directed even know. a deleted scene hmm. where it is bruce lee versus a korean fighter and actually so i watched that fight that is probably the closest in this movie at least that looks to a bruce lee style fight mm-hmm. you can see that he's sammo is definitely channeling some way of the dragon in there because there's a little yeah. more there's a little more waiting there's a little more um i guess like back and forth between the fighters it feel it feels like bruce lee but it's not bruce lee really doing it sure um, and it's not it's not shot the way uh, a bruce lee fight yeah shot, where it's more cameras very eye level here it's mm-hmm. it's more varying with the with the types of shots which is interesting because they're trying to get that Bruce Lee type of fight choreography in there. So it's it's kind of nice that it, it feels like a Bruce Lee fight, but you know it's not. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think that take, did take note of it. It's weird that this was cut from the original version. Like, this is only in the international release, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like you, like you said, I would say that this is the mo- has the most authenticity to it. Um, everything you just mentioned before, but... Yeah, like I, I don't know the the rest of the movie when it's Bruce Lee fighting, it's like an amalgam of, like, it's mostly traditional style, uh, like opera style, um, like kung fu on screen that you would expect from you know like the, the fighters on screen at the era, and then when he's done like kicking some ass, he just poses like Bruce Lee. He does like or the he does ho- some... like the Hawaiian hang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaka bra. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. like every now and then you can see whoever is doubling for him kind of has that step, like the boxer uh-huh. step or the the yeah. circlings around the opponent sort of mm-hmm. way to it's it's not a dance, but there's a way that Bruce Lee moves that at least when you see it, you know, like, oh yeah, they're they're doing a Bruce Lee sort of imitation here, so it's it's not bad, you know. Like it was, it's interesting after a few films. Either Bruce Lee was very smart and he knew exactly how he wanted to portray himself, 
mm-hmm. every time in those films. So he became he became easy to parody, or it was <laughs> these you know Bruce Lee didn't realize it, and he only had five films, so people were able to extrapolate that information very succinctly because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we've spoken quite enough of this without you know going into greater detail of the movie and i'm gonna tell you guys there's no way we're gonna talk about all the action it's not worth it i part of me wants to say you should just go watch it but i don't know like well we'll see where we land with the recommendation section because so we'll like we still have yet to discuss the movie in greater detail we'll talk about how batshit crazy the story is because it i really some part of me is Still wrapping my head around like how bad, <laughs> poorly told this movie is. Uh, but anyways, uh, I guess there's a part where we go into our action and story breakdown. So if you guys want to listen to more of our uh, you know, conversation, um, this is a part where you would subscribe to us on Patreon and hear more. Uh, I really hope we don't talk about this for another hour. Because there's just there's nothing to talk about, really. There is um, so much to talk about. Will, no, what are you talking about? Don't We're, say that. We are going to go two hours deep. We're going to go balls deep on Game of Death oh, 2. Oh, God. Oh, God. All right. Well, with that said, let's talk about Game of Death. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. And now on to our final thoughts. Yeah, that's Game of Death 2. Game of Death 2. Tower Holy of Death. Holy shit. We still... <laughs> oh my god, we skipped so much fighting and we still talked an hour about this fucking Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, we kind of just shat all over yeah, it. Yeah, we, we jumped around. For, for, that was, that was fun, though. That was a lot... That felt a lot easier to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so why would you recommend this movie, Zero? Like, tell, tell us all the reasons why this is a high recommend for you. I don't know. I just... We, we've been talking about Donnie Yen stinkers. Maybe not stinkers. Very mm. mediocre Donnie Yen movies for the past couple of weeks. Because we've been... We're still speaking about films on Haya. And uh-huh. I wanted to try to find something different... <laughs> and I saw, hey, like we haven't really talked to Bruce Lee stuff in two e- in literally two years. So hey, like yeah, let, yeah. let's talk Tower of Death. Let's let's finally close it out. Plus, I think uh, I think like Arrow released a, a new Bruce Lee box set, like some 4K scans of sure. some films. So I was like, yeah, hey, you know, why not? You know, let's let's yeah, talk yeah. about it. I watched it and I was like, dear God, I kind of regret <laughs> suggesting we, we, talk about, we, we watched this because that was very difficult to sit through. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, no, yeah. We, even in the Patreon section, I I will say it. we we did complain about it, but we don't didn't put enough emphasis on how like hard it is to sit through the last 30 minutes in the movie it is just non-stop there is no context for what is happening it's just constant fighting and and not in a good way it's yeah. like my eyes are just like like getting cross-eyed just watching this um it's a shame yeah, if if we cared about this character if i knew where he was coming from or or at least the story was interesting i might have enjoyed sitting through all that action in the end but yeah. it's so hard to recommend I, if, if yeah, you're just yeah. one of those people who are like yeah action give me more fights 
Maybe 15 minutes of fighting in the end. Like, yeah, of course. Go nuts, man. Have fun watching this. I personally would rather just watch somebody's demo reel than (laughs) sitting through all this stuff. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, this is a hard, 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 hard recommend. I guess if you're a, um, you know, Bruce Lee completionist and you didn't realize this movie existed, because I actually didn't realize it existed. And technically, Uh there's unseen Bruce Lee footage. So uh, if you need to finish off all the Bruce Lee stuff, if you went through, I mean, it's, it's even got footage of his earlier films, much, much earlier when he was a child actor, if you want to see some yeah. of that footage in there, you know, then maybe, maybe consider watch, watching Game of Death, too. No, I, I, I even on that front, <laughs> I don't agree with that. No, no, no. Like, if you, even if you are interested in that, don't watch it, because like, it's, it's out of context. It's just weird. Like, you know, like we're, we're in the digital age now. We, we get, you can find that footage anywhere on YouTube. You know, like, you don't need to see it out of context, splice into a movie, try to partially make sense and cobble up a story that doesn't make any sense. But that's Bruceploitation in a nutshell, right? But I will say, in terms of Bruceploitation, um, not like this movie has a budget, uh, but it has a slightly higher budget than what I'm accustomed to in terms of Bruceploitation, mostly because it's from Golden Harvest themselves. A lot of Bruceploitation films are, you know, it it's very very tasteless and you know like budgets a lot a lot on the lower end. But I will say this is probably one of the weaker Bruceploitation films, at least my opinion, because it doesn't have that batshit craziness from like uh, as opposed to like movies like Bruce Lee Lives Again, where he's like he meets Clint Eastwood. <laughs> And then he fights Dracula. Is that the one when he goes or, to hell? He goes to hell. I, yeah. I, I want to watch that one. Have we watched that yet? We have not. Okay. We have not. Yeah. yeah but somebody like, you know, like, somebody request that, that of us so we can watch that movie <laughs> and not talk about Game of Death 2. <laughs> I mean, eventually when, we, when we're done with Hayao, maybe we'll get around to this. Yeah, movies. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll do that all next year. Just nonstop Bruce Boitation. Oh, God. Films. Are there that many? <laughs> We'll we'll find out the hard way. (laughs) Oh, God.